Sunday, and we are a day behind on this one. We have been building homes, finding grenades, uh, doing a little New England life. Uh, we are live from Situate outside of Boston this week. Uh, so sorry for the delay, but uh, hopefully you will hear this in time to finalize your DraftKings lineups. So definitely a busy week of action last week. We had a lot of injuries. There are some new starting players uh Going into this week, we got Bradford starting for the Vikings. Uh, you've got Josh McCowan back starting for Cleveland. And you've got some great rivalry matchups this week. So we've got some Daily Fantasy draft picks that we have for you today, as well as our Free Money Sunday picks. So let's get right into it. Big Dog, who do you got? All right. Welcome to the jungle. That is week two uh, of Daily Fantasy football here. Um a lot of ups and a lot of downs reflecting on last week. Um, I think the, probably the biggest down is that we went all in on the Browns and they have imploded. Uh, so that lasted one week, uh, but we'll get back into that later. Uh, but may, may, have the, may have jumped the gun on that one. Yeah, a little bit. Um, might be backs. Taking a few backs up there. Okay, my uh, value pick uh, for week two is uh, Will Fuller, wide receiver for uh, the Houston Texans. Um, last week, uh, he had a great game. Um, he had over 100 yards, and he was the only rookie to do that in his debut. He was targeted 11 times, um, which is 32% um, of his of, of passing plays uh, he was targeted. Um, I love that. He's only $4,200 on DraftKings. That is massive value for someone that's only $4,200. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. I know he went undrafted in a lot of leagues, and after that game, he was definitely... Um, a number one pick on waiver wires and a number of fantasy leagues. And I know with a lot of injuries last week, uh, a lot of people were looking to pick him up for their full year. So I think he's definitely a great pickup for daily fantasy. Yeah, especially with DeAndre Hopkins um, pretty much drawing double coverage the entire game. That opens up uh, Will Fuller um, for a lot of targets. Absolutely. And then uh, number two, I have uh, Eli Manning. Um, if you look across the, uh, the board today, the, uh, Giants, uh, Saints game has the highest over under, uh, for Vegas, um, which has been, is going to be, has been, and we're going to be one of my strategies going through the season, looking for the highest scoring games. Um, if you look at the wide receivers on the Giants, it's, it's unbelievable. They're completely stacked. Odell Beckham Jr. Victor Cruz looked awesome last week in his return. Uh, and they have Sterling Shepard, uh, rookie, uh, wide receiver, um, Big thing about I'm big, I'm big into names. Sterling Shepard sounds like an all-time wide receiver name, uh, so I think they have that going for them too. I, I love that. Um, I have Eli Manning on my list as well. Uh, going up against a New Orleans defense that gave up 35 points to Oakland, definitely a great matchup. Um, I mean, it would be awesome if we saw a rematch of last year. We had combined 11 touchdowns between uh, Manning and Breeze. So I think it's a solid pick. Um, I, I think Breeze would be a solid pick for this week as well. Um, the Giants defense is a little bit better than New Orleans, but um, Breeze has definitely had a, a great first game. He's definitely a, a top QB. 
Uh, not exactly a value pick. Uh, he's pretty expensive. He's more expensive than Eli, but um, both Eli and Breeze, I think, will have good games today. So those are two solid guys I, I agree with. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong choosing between the two of them. There's going to be a lot of fantasy points uh, dished out during that game. Yep. Uh, and then my last pick is Amari Cooper. Um, they are in, in Oakland against Atlanta. I think that's going to be another uh, high-scoring game. It's an over-under of 48 uh, by Vegas. Uh, I think this is going to be a shootout, and it features one of my favorite uh, young quarterback-wide receiver duos, ACDC, um, with uh, Carr and, and Cooper. I think uh, I might be jumping – well, I'm definitely done with the Browns, but I might be now focusing my attention on Oakland uh, <clears throat> because I love that quarterback-wide receiver duo. Yeah, I think that's a great duo. Uh, definitely like that pick. Uh, I think they'll have a really good matchup today. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm down to switch to a new team. Yeah, um, take a look at those guys for the rest of the year. So uh, jumping over to my picks, uh, like I said, Eli Manning was definitely on my list for QB. Um, so certainly keep an eye on him at seventy six hundred dollars. Um, my number two guy, I have Danny Woodhead. It's the second week in a row I've got him on my list. Mr. Grit. He had 23 points last week. Um, he is still relatively cheap, $5,200. He was $5,000 last week. And uh, with Keenan Allen out for the year, I would expect him to get more targets this year in, that, uh, in this game. So definitely look for him to have uh, a good matchup today. Yeah, I don't understand why he's still – he just does not get the attention that he deserves. Uh, points per reception, which Jeff Kings is – uh, he's literally one of the best running backs uh, to, to choose from. And at the price that he's at, like you'd be foolish not to choose him. And overall of last year, he averaged over 15 points a game in PPR leagues. So if he's in the $5,000 range, you gotta, you got to consider him in your lineup. No-brainer. And then my number one value pick is going to be Cole Beasley. He's only $3,200, uh, great value. He scored 14.5 points last week. And with Prescott uh, under center in Dallas, Beasley seems to be a good checkdown target for him. So if you're looking for a low cost guy, he's going to get some targets, going to get some receptions, and um, you know get into the double digits for uh, fantasy points. I think Beasley is a great value pick there. Yeah, I'm really looking for the wide receivers from Dallas to, ho- to hopefully do something this season. Hopefully, Dak can uh, establish himself and start hit- hitting some of these guys, and uh, hopefully get some points and I can flip from my stay away from the Dallas Cowboys to hopefully get getting Dez and, and Beasley and a couple of the other guys going. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a total of five, uh, definitely things to take a look at, um, are pretty much anyone. Uh, you got, uh, Cooks and Willie Sneed on new Orleans. We touched on that game a little bit already. Uh, both of them had big games last week. They could have a similar situation today. So if you're talking about, strategies, um, possibly stacking New Orleans is probably a good place um, for that because you've got such a consistent um, quarterback. It could be on the other side of the ball, too. You could want to sack Giant players going against a, a weak New Orleans defense, and the Giants are at home. So those are two teams, if you're looking to sack or are looking for an advantage, that's where I would focus my effort. Yeah, uh, stacking, great strategy. So you're basically looking for stacking a quarterback and a wide receiver. Or you could do the, the, the reverse of it. Um, stack, yeah, so, sorry. <laughs> we'll cut that part. But yeah, basically looking to stack a quarterback and a wide receiver. And my strategy would be look for the highest scoring projected game by Vegas and then stack those quarterbacks and wide receivers. If you do that in the Giants, 
and Saints game, either team, uh, that's going to end up in a lot of points. It is risky, but there's a huge reward payoff. So that's, that's, that's why you would choose that. Yep. And another thing, just uh, injuries. Keep an eye on the injury report being that we don't have the probable tag anymore. Um, if somebody is questionable, they have a Q next to their name, definitely do your research on them. It could mean that it is um, a little bit more serious than before. Um, so even if they are questionable but expected to play, they might not be 100%. So I think just for the first couple of weeks while well, we're seeing how these new uh, how the injury report affects players uh, and status, just be a little wary if there's anybody that you're considering with that Q next to their name. Yeah, and so speaking of injuries, let's just address this now and put this to bed. RG3 is out for 10 to 12 weeks. That is not a good look for us. We went in 100% all in on uh, on the Browns last week. Um, one week and we're done. Uh, the only saving grace is that uh, Josh Gordon is coming back in week five. But bad news is that that's Brady's return uh, week five also. Uh, Garoppolo played unbelievable last week, uh, stepping in for Brady, which you know is only going to fuel the fire for Brady. You hear stories about him coming into every season, going to the training camp, acting like he doesn't have the starting job already locked, and competing during training camp. Brady, out of any quarterback in the league, is the one quarterback that shouldn't have to do that, but that just shows his competitive edge. And unbelievable as it is, I'm based in Boston, and there were literally callers calling into sports radio this week actually starting a Garoppolo versus Brady debate, what they should do about uh, Brady during his return. You know Brady's hearing that stuff, and he's going to come out gunslinging. He already has enough fuel to the fire uh, facing off against Goodell. Um, This is only going to add to that. So I think he comes back and just absolutely buries the Brown. That's the end of their season. Yeah, if their season wasn't over already, I think Joshua Cowan actually might be the best thing for them in week two. I'm a big man. I'll, I'm willing to admit when I was wrong. Got really excited about the Browns, and um, you know, I I think I may have, may have talked myself into it. I think it, you know, sort of is kind of like a funny thing, and then um, I talked about it so much, I, I really believed it. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, having said that, <laughs> had RG three not been scrambling around looking for contact and getting hurt. Maybe they have a good season, and maybe we would have looked like geniuses. Oh, yeah, we we would have been the best. We put ourselves out there, and uh, I'm not going to get mad about that. Um, But, yep, done with the Browns. Yep, that's all right. Another thing about uh, Brady, though, he was at the Michigan game yesterday, and I don't know if anyone saw this video. He was playing catch with Harbaugh before the game. Harbaugh had um, gloves on. Yeah, not surprised. Not surprised (laughs) at all. Gloves on. Playing catch with uh, Brady before the game. I... I love that guy. He is so outrageous. I don't know if I would want him as my coach, to be totally honest, but I love that he is in a high-profile football position because there's like nothing he can do that's not entertaining. Yeah, that's so Harbaugh. He goes to baseball games with baseball gloves and sits in the stands. He has that scowl on his face that like like it's a, it's a close game in the fourth quarter when he's throwing out pitches like to, to start baseball games. The guy is an absolute maniac, and I would expect nothing less than him than to show up with uh, wide receiver gloves on, playing catch with Brady. Brady was also throwing passes to his son in the end zone. His son is doing like a little tiptoe dance uh, at the, the at corner of the end zone and falling out, but caught the ball. That that looked awesome. Nice little father-son uh, connection. That's nice. Yeah. Real, that's real nice for him. Yeah. Happy about him. Yeah. That's not, now we need Tyrod to pick it up. Yeah. T-Money, baby. T-Mobile. All right, so we're about to get some uh, free money. Now, you know I love that free money. You know, I think it's time. I need a dollar, dollar, dollar. That's what I need. Hey, hey. Well, 
so um, last week I admit uh, took the Browns and uh, bombed on that one. But you know what? I hit the other two. So um, two out of three for last week ain't bad. You know, if, if you're winning fifty one percent of your investments, I went one out of three. Yeah, that was uh, you know you didn't you didn't take Papa Bear's advice. That's why you gotta listen to Papa Bear. Yep. Um, but I uh, just want to make sure everyone knows. Uh, I'm not talking about gambling here. I'm talking about investing. These are strategic decisions designed to increase your net worth. These are investment picks. So I was uh, two out of three last week. That's better than I've done the stock market lately. Yeah, think, I mean, just think about it real quick. Who loses money gambling? Everyone. Who who loses money making sound investments? Nobody. No one ever has ever lost money off of a sound investment. So get ready, sit back, and listen up. I mean, it's it's basic geology. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Papa Bear's investments this week. So, number one, I got Pittsburgh minus three against Cincinnati. Uh, this is definitely my number one pick going into this weekend. So, both teams won the week one, week one matchup, um, which could explain why it's a little bit closer. Um, last year, they uh, had three matchups. The road team won each one of them. Um, but I think if you look at the first couple of games, uh, or the first two games of the year, they were really not uh, very similar games. Dalton threw for 300 in 66 yards and a touchdown against the Jets and they ended up beating the Jets by one point. Uh, on the other side, he got Roethlisberger through for 300 yards and three touchdowns against Washington and they beat Washington by 22 points. So when you look at uh, Cincinnati going into Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's at home. Uh, I really like Pittsburgh to come away with at least a touchdown uh, advantage over Cincinnati. I don't think it's going to be a three-point game. Uh, I think Roethlisberger is a significantly better player and even with uh some of the injuries that pittsburgh has like Le'Veon bell d'angelo williams is a beast uh in the running back position and uh, i just i don't see any way where uh pittsburgh keeps us close yeah I, I just as a pure fan with no one really involved in the fight i love watching pittsburgh um with ben roethlisberger healthy i hope he can stay healthy because their team is loaded with fantasy studs um, so it's always a lot of fun when they're clicking. The only thing that I'm nervous about, uh, I'm not nervous about, about about the bet, but I am nervous about season long. This is definitely going to be a physical game, and this is where normally Ben takes a beating because he can stand in, in the pocket so long and end some of these hits, but that eventually adds up over time. But uh, I definitely like that pick. Absolutely. And my number two pick, um, almost was my number one, was Seattle minus six at L.A., uh, the spread has moved a lot. It opened at minus two, at which point you should have bet the farm, uh, or at minus two and a half. It went up to minus seven. Now uh, it's holding steady at uh, Seattle by six. So the game is in L.A., first professional regular season game in L.A. in like two decades. Um, Russell Wilson was questionable earlier in the week, but he's going to play. I can see that affecting the line at the beginning. But L.A. LA was just laughable. In their first week outing, Blaine Gabbert shut them out, uh, which is uh, outrageous. Now they're going against Seattle. I don't care if they're home. I don't care if Russell Wilson is only 50%. There's just nothing that the Rams have that can stop them. And, I mean, they they look so bad. If, if anyone watched Hard Knocks, they looked bad on Hard Knocks. And that is an HBO show designed to make the team look as good as they possibly can. So I, I see I, – I would probably take this as high as minus 12 by Seattle. I know Seattle had a close game last week, but totally different matchup. Uh, this one's in the books. Yeah, this is one of those that opens up at a minus two. You have to scratch your head being like, what the hell is going on? Who knows something that I don't? 
49ers looked horrible in a primetime uh, national game last week. They got shut out. And then they're going to go against a team that's been a perennial uh, Super Bowl contender. I don't understand what the hell is going on. I'm definitely going all in on the Seahawks. And my uh, my last one, number three pick, we got Green Bay minus two at Minnesota. So rivalry game, uh, Green Bay against uh, Minnesota. But it has really been one-sided in the last six years. Uh, Green Bay's gotten 10-2 and one draw in the last six years. Minnesota, we do have Bradford starting today for the Vikings. Um, Adrian Peterson had a, a pretty poor game last week, only 31 yards. I don't expect that again, but even that being the case, um, you've got a much better QB in uh, Green Bay. Uh, you've got um, a, kind of a QB rotation in the Vikings, and I, I don't really care if it's Bradford or Sean Hill. I think both of them are, are pretty weak, to be completely honest. Um, Green Bay's defense only allowed 41 yards against the rush against uh, Jacksonville. I could see Adrian Peterson alone having that this week, um, but still, it's not going to be a, a piece of cake for anyone on their team. Uh, so I see Green Bay, even if it's a close game, two points is nothing for them. If they win it by a field goal, fine, that's, that's a three-point spread right there. Um, but I expect Green Bay to have maybe a touchdown or, or as many as 10-point lead at the end of the game. Yeah, I think, I mean, the Vikings, they had a good away uh, game victory last week, but now you're going against the big boys. Uh, that was against the Titans in week one, and now you're going against Aaron Rodgers week two. That's, that's a real hello, here we go uh, moment. I'm definitely I'm liking that spread. Absolutely. So, uh, so those are our picks. Those are our investment picks, our daily fantasy picks. Uh, definitely make sure to keep an eye on the website. Uh, also, check out our friends over at Draft Crunch. They got a couple of cool tools that you can use to help set your lineups every week. Uh, but definitely keep an eye on the news. We, I mean, the news about Bradford was just coming out today. Uh, Gronko- Gronkowski is not expected to play. That coming out today. Again, you know, our strategy is to wait on tight ends. Uh, but make sure that you're checking. I mean, right up to kickoff, really, that you got the right guy in the right spot at the right price. Yeah. So dra- uh, Draft Crunch. That's just DraftCrunch.com. Oh, there you go. Let me play All right. Cool, guys. Good luck today. Uh, check back in the week, Let and we will catch you soon. See ya. Spring is like on a Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me. Fill my heart with song and let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you.
song Let me sing forevermore You are all I long for All I worship and adore In other words You